Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. Hey Arizona, I'm coming to you. I'm going to be in the Prescott Quad City area Saturday, September 24th. If you live in the Quad City area or you and your friends are in driving distance, then join me for an all-day seminar, Just Breathe and Simplify Your Homeschooling. Now during the morning session, I'm going to be sharing eight simple strategies that you can apply immediately to help you remove the chaos from your life and to simplify your home and your homeschooling while still focusing on what's truly important and having fun. The afternoon session is going to focus on how to use a less is more curriculum. I'm going to be sharing how to teach almost every subject, including math, in a simple and inexpensive way that educates the whole child using a Christ-centered, literature-based, interest-led, family-style approach. Then, I always end with an open Q&A session. So, if you would like more information or you would like to register, go to my website, coffeewithcarry.org. If you would like for me to visit your area and host a Just Breathe and Simplify Your Homeschooling seminar, shoot me an email at coffeewithcarry.org and let's get it organized. Welcome back to school, or should I say, welcome to another year of home education. My mission in life is to help you focus on what's really important while homeschooling. So my aim this week is to share ways that you can get more done by doing less this coming school year. Sounds like a great plan, right? Do less and still get more done. What a concept. I like to call it the less is more curriculum. This week's episode is also a little preview of my upcoming in-person all day, just breathe and simplify your homeschooling seminars. Now, during COVID, I moved all of my seminars online, and I called them mini-courses instead. I knew I couldn't do an all-day seminar online. Yikes, how boring that would be. So I broke up my more popular all-day seminars into one- to two-hour mini-courses, and I hosted them online. But now that we're in a post-COVID, non-restrictive world again, I'm bringing my in-person, all-day homeschool seminars back, and I'm going on the road. My Just Breathe and Simplify Your Homeschool seminar is broken into three sessions, the morning session, afternoon session, and the mom favorite Q&A session. Now, the morning session, I like to say, is full of encouragement. My aim during the first part of the day is to help moms regain their sanity, reclaim their schedules, and reignite their love for homeschooling. I share eight simple strategies that moms can apply almost immediately to remove the chaos from their lives and to simplify their homes and homeschooling while still focusing on what's truly important and having some fun. 
Now, if you have read my book, Just Breathe, or you've heard me speak at my annual mom weekend or at homeschooling conventions, you're familiar with these eight simple strategies. Now, the afternoon session is full of practical applications. I share how to teach each subject in a simple and inexpensive way that educates the whole child using a Christ-centered, literature-based, interest-led, family-style approach. This week's Coffee with Carrie episode is a little preview or an overview of the Just Breathe and Simplify Your Homeschool Afternoon session. I'm hoping this Coffee with Carrie episode helps you adopt the less is more mentality and to incorporate the less is more curriculum into your homeschooling this year. If you want even more, then I dive deeper into each subject at my all-day in-person Just Breathe seminar. If you would like to attend one, make sure you visit my website, coffeewithcarry.org for more information, or you can help me host one in your area. You can homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Don't believe me? Well, then keep listening. Now, the first pillar of the less is more curriculum is to use a literature-based approach to teaching the humanities and to even teach some parts of mathematics. Now, when I say literature-based approach, I'm not saying you need to go out and purchase one of those expensive boxed literature-based curriculums. Now, yes, the good and the beautiful sunlight and beautiful feet are awesome. And Peaceful Press by Jennifer Pepito is awesome and even more affordable than the others. But you can use an old-fashioned literature-based approach simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably by just using your library card. Hey, but be careful when you visit your local library these days. Check out my blog article at coffeewithcarry.org on why you should be building your own home library. Okay, so borrowing books from the library and building your own home library is truly the best and easiest way to implement the less is more curriculum and to use a literature-based approach to learning. I'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute. Now, the second pillar of the less is more curriculum is to integrate as much as you can. For example, in your history studies, also incorporate artists, composers, mathematicians, scientists, authors, and inventors that lived during that time. During your read aloud or after your read aloud time, Talk about the vocabulary or the characters or current events that relate or lessons learned and the story settings. Make connections during your read aloud time. Again, I will elaborate more on this in a little bit in the podcast. Now, the third pillar of this less is more curriculum is to teach family style. Yes, I know. I've done quite a few episodes on this very topic, so make sure you listen to those past podcasts. But in a nutshell, learn as much as you can as a family. Try not to teach different history and science topics to different kids at different grade levels. Learn the same art, music, history, science, and Bible topics together. Usually writing, reading, and or math are the subjects that children, you know, tend to do on their own level, but you can even do a lot of writing instruction together and even some math instruction family style. I mean, if you have a few children close in age or close in skill level, 
You can even teach the same math concepts or the same writing skills to two or three kids at the same time. And the fourth and most important pillar of the less is more curriculum is to keep it Christ-centered. Keep God at the center of all you do. I mean, history is his story, right? Science is learning about God's creation. There's nothing new under the sun, so all literature and stories are an opportunity to learn about human nature, God's truths, and how to live a godly life. Art and music are ways God allows us to enter into the creative process with Him, and they're awesome opportunities to appreciate beauty and to bring beauty into our homes. Writing is just learning to communicate in such a way that we can share God's word and Jesus' life-saving gospel. I mean, even math is a lesson on how orderly our God is. So if you start your day with family devotions or time in God's word, and you talk about God, his love, and his son, Jesus Christ, throughout the day, then your kids are learning the most important lessons. The Less is More curriculum actually uses Jesus's teaching methods as the model. Jesus taught the most important lessons in the simplest of ways. He shared his heart. He asked questions. He expounded on God's word. He taught through example. He used the world around him to teach important life lessons, and he nurtured, loved, and discipled his students. If we follow Jesus's lead and do these simple things, that our home education will be far, far better than any accredited school out there. Okay, so let's get down to the nitty gritty and look at these four pillars. Let's talk about how to use a literature-based and family-style approach simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Let's start with the Bible. Any Bible will do because God's Word will not come back void. Depending on your child's age and maturity level, Pick a Bible version or a translation to read every day. Then just use the simple three-question method. Read a short passage or a Bible story from a children's Bible. Then ask what's happening in the story. Discuss what lessons you can learn from the passage or the story. And then ask how you can apply these truths to your lives today. Yep, it really is that simple. Check out past Coffee with Carrie homeschool podcast episodes on how to use the three-question method. One of the episodes is called Simple Family Devotions, Lessons Learned from Gideon, and the other one is called Soul Food, Lessons Learned from the Last Supper. Now, when you read God's Word and discuss it, you really don't need an expensive Bible curriculum. Now, if you want to use a devotional, there are some really great ones out there that are inexpensive that you can use. My three favorites are God's Amazing Creatures and Me, Windows on the World, and Indescribable. You can just read one devotion a day and then have great discussions about it. Now, if you have teens, encourage them to start developing their own personal quiet time and then do some kind of apologetics with them. Again, there are some great apologetic curriculums out there, but the best way to do a less is more curriculum is to just discuss Sunday sermons, discuss current events from a biblical worldview, and discuss any science, history, politics, literature topics, well, really anything from a Christian perspective. Okay, let's hit the biggest one. 
using a literature-based approach to teach language arts. Now, I did a whole podcast on the art of language for high schoolers, and I've done several episodes on using a less is more approach to teaching reading and writing. So check those out for more details and resources. And if there's a Just Breathe and Simplify Your Homeschool seminar in your area, then attend one because I really go into great detail in person. But let's hit the highlights here so that you can apply them this year, this month, or maybe even this week. Reading aloud is going to be your best less is more reading, writing, literature, spelling, grammar, and vocabulary curriculum. So use it daily. It's free, or at least it's super cheap. Now, language arts is composed of grammar, writing, reading, spelling, vocabulary, and speaking. It truly is the art of using language effectively to communicate. When using the Less is More curriculum, you only really need to focus on one area of language arts a year. You don't have to do reading skills, comprehension skills, vocabulary building, grammar, spelling, writing, and speech every single year. For each child, just pick one area in language arts that he or she needs to learn or to improve in, and then utilize one curriculum that hones those skills. I mean, one year, your daughter might focus on improving her spelling skills. One year, your son might focus on learning to read. Another year, your daughter might work on composing well-written paragraphs. Another year, your son might work on improving his vocabulary. There are so many areas of language arts to pick from. The key is to pick one area of language arts a year and then to pick one language arts curriculum to use. Don't overload yourself or your child with multiple workbooks and textbooks. Now, another option is to do language arts family style by using a curriculum like Primary Language Lessons and Intermediate Language Lessons by Emma Searle. Now, this book follows a Charlotte Mason approach to language arts. It has short, simple lessons ranging from narration dictation, copy work, observations, grammar exercises, spelling practice, poetry, journal prompts, memorization, so, so much more, guys. It's all covered in this book, but in short, simple lessons. Now, the beauty of primary language lessons and its sequel, intermediate language lessons, is that each lesson can be done with the entire family at the same time. It will solidify important skills with the older students while introducing necessary language arts skills to the younger ones. Another less is more language arts method is to use copywork, discussions, and narration. All three are free and easy to use, even with the older kids. When students copy a sentence, a verse, a poem, a paragraph, or an excerpt from a story, They're practicing the mechanics of writing, but they're also learning about the rules of grammar, punctuation, spelling, letter spacing, vocabulary, and so much more. After reading aloud, engage in open-ended discussions about the story or the poem, the song, or the event. Don't ask closed-ended or test-like questions. This will build their comprehension skills. 
then ask your child to narrate a summary of the chapter or the passage or the poem or the article that you read together. This will build their writing skills. Because as they're narrating, they're organizing their thoughts, putting them into their own words, and figuring out how to communicate their ideas in a way that makes sense to others. So narration is really your child's first draft of a paragraph. Then make sure you read Sarah McKenzie's book, The Read Aloud Family. She has great suggestions on how to engage in, a, in book conversations and literature discussions with your family. And then also get Ainsley Aramont's Wild and Free Book Club book. It's great for group discussions and activities that you can do with your friends. Now you can also use a literature-based family-style approach to most writing instruction too. There really is no need for a formal writing program before junior high or high school. Writing every day in a journal is one of the simplest, most enjoyable, and least expensive ways to incorporate a less is more writing curriculum. Every day, give your family a prompt to write about. I did several podcasts on this topic called the Creative Writing Toolbox and Writing Lessons, You Can Do It. So make sure you listen to those for more details. But basically, everyone has a journal or a writing notebook. Use a resource like Tell Me a Story written by Jan McGrath for daily writing prompts. Then everybody spends five minutes writing about the prompt. Then you spend five or ten minutes sharing everyone's stories, ideas, or their writing. There's no judgment. There's no red pens. There's no slash marks in their journals. They're being creative. They're organizing their thoughts. They're attempting to spell and use proper grammar and punctuation rules. And they're practicing their handwriting. Then later on in the day when they're not around, read over your child's writing. When you find mistakes that he keeps making or spelling errors that she keeps making, then use that as a teachable moment later on. Gently explain to your son why a comma is needed in a particular situation. Or add that misspelled word that keeps coming up to his personal spelling list of words that he needs to work on. Now, if you give them journal prompts that are integrated with the science, art, or history topics you're studying about too, then you're really doing less and getting more done. Now, during the younger years, the focus should be on writing complete sentences and improving their handwriting. During the middle grades, the focus should be on composing a well-organized paragraph with a topic sentence, supporting sentences, and a concluding sentence. They're learning to research and paraphrase information in their own words, and typing skills are pretty good at this age too. Then, during the high school years, they really focus on organizing and composing well-thought-out five-paragraph essays while adding different writing techniques to improve their stories and essays. Learning to analyze other people's writings, synthesizing information, and explaining it to others is actually the ultimate goal of writing instruction. Now, if your student is very creative or a budding author, then during these years, help him find his writing voice and give him opportunities to apply it to storytelling in such a way that his writing is not only informative, but it entertains. Okay, wow, we've only gotten to Bible and language arts, and I've only skimmed the surface. You can see why I share the less is more curriculum in my book and in my all-day in-person seminars. Okay, so I need to talk faster. 
There's no way I can share everything in a 30-minute podcast. Let's get to the humanities, but keep in mind, if you want more details, sign up for a Just Breathe and Simplify Your Homeschool seminar in your area. And if there isn't one near you, then contact me and find out how we can schedule one in your community. Okay, so let's talk about history. History is the easiest one that you can apply the less is more curriculum. Use a literature-based and family-style approach by reading your way through history. Again, I did a few podcast episodes on this with more details and resources, so make sure you listen to History Alive episode and the election year episodes. Okay, so all you need to do is pick a history time period that you want to learn about as a family. Then compile a list of chapter books, historical fictions, biographies, some nonfiction books, some primary documents if you have older students, and picture books that relate to the historical time period you want to study. Read a historical fiction or biography during family read-aloud time. Then read a picture book or maybe two a day or each week that relates to the history time period you're learning about. Read an excerpt from a DK or an Usborne History Encyclopedia about an event or a person during that time period. Yep, just read your way through history. We did it in chronological order, but you can do it any way you want. Now, instead of reading dry, boring, expensive, outdated, and revisionist history textbooks, create your own. Have your students create their own history notebook. Now, after you read about an event or a person, write about it in your history notebook. Make each entry a double page. One side or one page is going to be the illustration. Younger students can glue a coloring page in the notebook if that's easier for them. And then on the or on the other side of the illustration, younger students copy a sentence about the picture or the event. Older students write a one to three sentence summary about it. Middle schoolers can write a paragraph about the person, the event, or the illustration. And then, of course, high schoolers, they're going to do some extra research and write a few paragraphs about it. You can literally do this just once a week. And by the end of the year, your child will have 30 to 35 pages of history, art, research, and writing. Now, another super easy and inexpensive less is more history method is to create a timeline and to create timeline cards instead of or in addition to your history notebook. So first, buy a bunch of index cards. After you read about a historical person or event, create a timeline card about it. On the front of the index card, have your youngest write the person's name and the date. That's all he needs to do. Then have an older student or have your older students take turns drawing an illustration on the front about the person or the event and then to write a sentence summary about the person or the event on the back of the card. Now on a wall, create a timeline that begins with creation, Genesis 1-1, and ends with the date 2022. As you create your index cards, add them to your timeline in chronological order. Now if your kids are older, you can watch your way through history through documentaries and age-appropriate movies. Field trips are always a great way to experience history and to do less and to get more. Yes, you can even use the literature-based family-style less is more approach for geography. First, just pick a continent that you want to focus on each year. Print several black line maps of the continent. 
One map should be labeled with the countries. Another map is blank with only the country outlines. Then place the two maps back to back, either in a sheet protector or in one of those really cool menu sleeves. Once a week, do some map work. One day, your student can just trace the labeled countries and try to memorize a few of them. Another day, your students can try to label the blank map as much as you can. Another day, your child can try and draw the continent and all of the countries from memory. The goal is to color, trace, memorize, and then ultimately try to draw the entire continent with the countries and major landforms from memory. And don't forget to play lots of geography and map games too. There are some really great free ones online. Now, the best way to do a less is more science curriculum is to learn as much as you can as a family and yes, use a literature-based approach instead of those boring secular textbooks. Now, nature studies, in my opinion, are a great way to learn about God's creation in a simple and inexpensive way. And I've done several episodes on nature studies, so make sure you check those out for details and resources. If you don't do nature studies this year, then use a unit study approach for science. Each year, again, just pick one or two main science topics that you want to learn about as a family. Get your kids involved. Let them help you pick the topics. Then get tons of books about the topics. Watch lots of videos about the topics. Go on field trips. Right now, my favorite science unit studies are published by 1,000 Hours Outside. They're user-friendly and full of everything that you would need. Now, using the Less is More science curriculum, the idea is to read about something, research it, observe it if you can, draw it, write about it, and maybe even experiment with it if possible. It really is that simple. Now, the Less is More math curriculum focuses on math concepts per year instead of grade-level textbooks. For the most part, students will be doing math at their own skill level and at their own pace. However, moms, listen up. (laughs) The goal is not to finish a curriculum or to do a lesson a day. The goal is for your child to truly understand a concept and then be able to apply that skill. So kindergarten, it really is all about number sense, shapes, and counting. First and second grade, it's really all about mastering addition and subtraction. So focus on that. Third and fourth grade is all about mastering multiplication and division. So put your energies into that. Fifth and sixth grade is all about mastering fractions, decimals, and percents. And then seventh and eighth grade is about applying formulas, solving simple equations, and computing with whole and fractional numbers to solve problems. If your kids can do these things well by eighth grade, they will be more than ready for high school math. You can also use the literature-based family-style approach with math by using games, real-life math skills, and math picture books. Again, I did a whole episode on this called Math Morning Time Basket. Make sure you listen to it. Y'all, I ran out of time. I will need to do a separate episode on the Less is More art and music curriculum. Now, at my all-day Just Breathe and Simplify Your Homeschool seminars, I do share lots of great strategies and tips on how to teach art and music simply, 
inexpensively and enjoyably. So make sure you sign up for a seminar if if it's in your area. And also stay tuned because I'm going to devote a whole episode in the near future on the less is more curriculum approach just for high schoolers. So to wrap this up, moms, when all else fails, pray together, read aloud, play a game, and go outside. There's always tomorrow. Remember, less is more, and simple is always better. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your home education, this is the perfect book to read. Don't forget, you can find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. If you heard something you liked or something new, then share a podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or with a friend who's looking for ways to simplify her homeschooling this year. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, my book, and our homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, my podcast, and our new book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.